0: Good afternoon, everybody. Or if you're where Scott is, good morning. Oh, um, well, I guess it's noon now. So, yeah, good afternoon to everybody. It's nice to be here. It is Wednesday, the 16th of March, one day before the beginning of the official beginning of Madness, and one day before St. Patrick's Day. I am, of course, the host of Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com.
1: I'm and I'm your co-host co- Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over WinnersOfWinners.com,
0: and together we do this each and every day. Part of the Max Wagers Network, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, each and every day. Heading back to the window with Scott and Scott, or now just back to the window with Scott and Scott. We've kind of cut off the uh, the first part. Nice to be here, Scott. How you doing out there in uh, uh, crazy Las Vegas? Uh, doing pretty well.
1: I woke up extremely early. And I did two podcasts this morning, and we got two shows here. Reminder: We're also doing the Midwest region breakdown after this. That's right. So pretty busy morning. Looking forward to it, and hopefully we we'll make some money.
0: Excellent, excellent. I got up yesterday with a uh, like a sore throat, runny nose. Of course, in these days, you instead of going, oh, I got some allergies here. What's the first thing you do when you get up and you got a sore throat and runny nose, Scott? Any idea? Uh, complain about? It. Take a COVID test. Oh. Taking fucking COVID. I thought my answer was pretty good too. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh not bad. Um so yeah, any anytime you see me sneeze or turn my mic off, you'll you'll know something's nasty is going on. So it's good to see you guys in the comment section. James S checking in early. He's got he's got questions, man. <laughs> Getting in early. G money in the houses. Let's get it. James Mounts here. Hope Vegas is treating you well. So far, I think uh, if I'm to take away anything from your Vegas trip, uh, it's treating you just like your uh, room at home treats you.
1: Uh, Well, to some degree. Haven't been out much. I've been working. I have been out a little bit, though. I've been taking some Ubers here and there. I'm still, of course, making the most of my trip. But when you're working a lot in the mornings and then you also have games that start at four o'clock and everyone wants to watch, including myself, college basketball. That free time, kind of, I'd say, less avail, less um, common than you think.
0: Uh, MZ says UMBC has withdrawn from whatever tournament that was. It wasn't the NIT where they were playing Merrimack, was it?
1: Um, I'm trying to remember what tournament they were in. Were they in the Basketball
0: Classic? The Basketball Classic. I don't know, dude. They all the That's C- what they're calling it now. CBI, CTI. Tournament. The you, basketball classic, yeah, the basketball classic. They all kind of run together. So uh, again, I don't have that confirmed. I just uh, mz passing on the uh, passing on the information about the terrier. So we'll see what happens. Uh, how'd you do yesterday, buddy? You do okay? Uh,
1: yeah, overall it was pretty good for me. Uh, I lost my play of the day, which we'll get to in the call the cop segment. But at the end of the day, I was in Vegas and we had Texas Southern which was nice. Yep. And I know yep. both of us liked Indiana. Mm-hmm. So overall, the playing games were good. Unfortunately, I got my ass kicked in my play of the day, which has been kind of the case for college basketball all season long. But we'll get to that game in a bit.
0: Yep, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I had a three-teamer on my play of the day. I had VCU, North Texas, Indiana all on the money line at plus 156. And it ended up being a smart play because North Texas won but did not cover. Took them overtime to get there. And again, we'll talk about that game uh, split on the premium side: VCU and Belmont uh, goes one and one. We also had UTEP, and of course that game got bumped. So, uh, yeah, not a bad day for the home guys as well. Are you guys aware that all winners and winners shows all now simulcast on Max Wagers? Is it ever going to be just one? You're effectively splitting your viewership. No, it's. I, I don't mean, think it's a
1: matter of splitting. I think it's a matter of easing the transition over. I, under- I
0: understand what he's saying that you know you're you're, yeah. you're not going to have the numbers that you had on YouTube and yeah that's definitely true and we've noticed that but you know we're combining numbers so yes to answer your question I am aware of that because I I'm the one that sets that up uh, every day for the show yeah. so uh, it is a conscious thing that we're doing I don't know if we'll eventually just go to max wagers I I think you t- I think winners and winners will continue to be their own brand I mean they've uh, established a you know pretty good track record and a, a pretty good history so i don't think i think it's just going to be part of the max wagers network so
1: i mean plus i upload my actual daily picks through a recording i don't use StreamYard live streams so i actually just don't have access to the max wagers youtube page so all of my picks have still only been on winners and Winners. that's just because of me uh jv wants to know if he can move me to the right side uh i need a second to that motion and then i'll do it
0: how are you doing that
1: uh, I'll do. Say what? I said that I'll wait for a second in the chat. Uh, I need a second to the movement, and then we can do it.
0: It also it also du- du- duplicates in the subscription feed.
1: If you're subscribed to both, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, and the weird thing is, is like if I comment, because I usually got both pressed when I do my daily videos. If I comment, it comes up under comments, and they're both so it'll show the comment twice big x in the house big x is here man we got a lot to get to we're gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna to talk tournament of course but before we do let's uh, make sure to take care of our housekeeping If you guys are watching wherever you're watching if you haven't subscribed to that channel already please do so please hit the like button we appreciate that that's the that's that's our that's kind of our job performance that's how it's how they know if we're doing a good or a bad job so please take a moment mm-hmm. To smash that thumb and subscribe to both. If you haven't subscribed to Max Wagers Network yet, I know some of you guys probably haven't. Please take a minute just to hit that on the YouTube and get over there and hit the subscribe button. Um, Scott, it got a
1: quick question, by the way. Do you want to see a magic trick?
0: Okay, yeah, go ahead. I know. Cool. Yeah, I know. I, 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 don't, I, I still can't figure Ta-da. out. The, I still can't figure out the button. You're doing that.
1: You. It's not a button. You just move your mouse over to your camera and just drag it to the other side. Oh,
0: all right. And it flipped. Okay, because I'm like looking at the dodge. JB, everywhere. that was
1: for you. So there you go. Is
0: that is that I I don't even notice where we are anymore. So is this the way we usually yeah. do it? JB says all is right yeah. in the world again. So mm-hmm. uh, Charlotte at 240. Still like the over, Scott.
1: I mean, I got a 237 and a half because I thought it would go. I know it was at 241 for a bit. I believe there's been a little bit of buyback. I'm not taking the under. Uh, you're looking at these teams. I know it's Charlotte team total over a couple of days ago. Right. Both of these teams should get to 120. Would it shock you if one of these teams got to 130? Probably not.
0: Right. Yep. So I, I got the over. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, T, t-, t- train play of the day is right state minus two and a half. T train usually that was runs three or good. three
1: and a half, right? There's been a little bit of money coming in on Bryant.
0: I believe that is correct.
1: You like that play? The more I thought about it, the more I think Wright State's a better team. Just by going through the numbers and everything like that. According to Ken Palm, they're actually like one spot away from each other. Yeah, they're right. It's like a true nail-biter.
0: Yep, they're right next to each other. Absolutely.
1: But for me, I'm looking at the fact that Wright State's probably better, but Peter Kiss is probably the best player on the court. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's a safe assumption with those two teams. Yeah.
1: The thing is, I think Wright State can win in a variety of ways because they have better overall teammates. Brian kind of puts all the eggs in the Peter Kiss basket, and they hope that he can carry him. Yep. So, I don't know. I think that game's a toss up. Like I don't mind a I don't mind a Wright State play. I don't mind a Brian play. It's really one of those games where I think you're flipping a coin. So I might personally take the points. I'm not going to bet the game. I just think it's good. it's going to be a real nail biter down yep. to the wire. I think
0: It's a one possession game, um, yeah. maybe with some scramble thrown in at the end. Uh, James S did check in early, so I I'm want I'm I'm to I want to reward him. He he asked about Briar, he asked about St. Louis and Southern Utah. Uh, we talked a little bit about the St. Louis game on Alley Show last night. We did the totals. We didn't talk about the sides. Scott, do you like the uh, you, you like the Bills there?
1: Uh. Well, St. Louis is a team that we liked a lot more when the season started compared to the end, but they still weren't bad. Yep. They were still 23 and 11. Uh, we actually talked about the total in this game in the Total Chaos Show. So check out that with uh, Allie as we mm-hmm. wore guest appearances there with Chris. We were guest, uh, guest hosts on that, I guess. But either way, I don't know because I like this Northern Iowa team, but they haven't played in about a week and a half. Mm-hmm. So I guess on principle, I'm taking St. Louis. Because I'm a big believer in just anything messing up a routine negatively impacting a team, yep. and if you have not played for about ten days and you're used to playing every other day, I do think you're going to come out flat. I think Northern Iowa comes out a bit flat here.
0: Okay, all right, maybe a first ha- or maybe a first half play as well. What do you think? Um, you know, I-, I like the St. Louis team. Bo- both performances, the last performances of, the- of these two teams in the in the tournament are. Pretty disturbing as uh, they lose uh, Northern Iowa loses to Loyola by 23, and St. Louis is loses by 15 uh, against Davidson. So I didn't really li- I didn't really like the way that played out. But I'm I'm on the Bills there. I think they play a little I think they play a little tougher schedule. Uh, you know, there's some decent teams uh, with Northern Iowa, but I think on the whole, I think St. Louis plays a little harder schedule there in the A10. Uh, I'll take I'll take the Billikens and uh, Southern Utah. This is a team going up against Kent State. This line has flipped. Kent State was a dog about a point. And now they're about a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Scott, do you like that line move? Do you think that's the right way?
1: I do. I think the only question remaining for this matchup, which we also mentioned on Allie Burns' show, was the motivation angle or the lack thereof for Kent State because they got hosed. They, sh- in my opinion, should be in the NCAA tournament because I think they would have beaten Akron if their players didn't get suspended. And Southern Utah is playing in, to be honest, a bullshit conference. So I think Kent State's the best opponent they've probably faced in, what, two, three months? Yep. So I think Kent State's going to win if they actually care about the game. I think they will. I think it might be a situation. I know a won yesterday. They didn't cover against Alcorn. Uh-huh. But I am curious if making a run in the NIT would be a statement. Just to let the committee know, or let everyone else know, like we actually are good enough to make a serious run here. It depends on coaching, but I think Kent State's going to use it as ammunition, and I think they're probably going to kick Southern Utah's ass. Yeah, that I was... can't believe Kent State's not the home team for this game. That's a separate story.
0: Agreed. I took that as I took that as my play of the day. I, I liked. It. I, I got the Zips or I mean, the Golden Flashes plus the one. And yeah, when
1: non when not suspended, they've won fourteen in a row.
0: Right when you and you could come out. You could come out and be totally disinterested, like Appalachian State was yesterday, or you can come out with fire in your belly and you want to show the world that they were wrong and you got screwed out of a spot in the mm-hmm. tournament. And I, I'm, I'm leaning towards the latter, Scott. I think they're going to have them ready to go.
1: You have any thoughts on the Buzz Williams press conference? I didn't see it. So he, after, first of all, just for reference, Buzz Williams, the AM coach, uh, they beat Alcorn, whatever, didn't cover, didn't matter. Anyway point is that they had a press conference. Uh, for, actually, I'm sorry. The Kent State games in the basketball classic. It's not NIT. But anyway, Buzz Williams went on like a seven-minute rant talking about how the committee's just a bunch of idiots, basically. And he provided documentation of statistics and analytics and resume comparisons, whatever. And he did a whole thing like breaking down why A&M should be in the tournament. Right. And why the committee... Completely just butchered the process and everything like that. It was very well-worded. I was actually kind of surprised at how even Keeley was during his rant. He kept it data-driven. He kept it to the point. I recommend it. I thought it was actually pretty good.
0: Okay, very good.
1: I'd, rec- I'd recommend checking that out if you haven't on Twitter. It's like seven minutes.
0: All right. Right, very good. Um do, 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 do. And I'm
1: assuming we agree. AM should be in the tournament, right?
0: Yeah, it's uh I, I think they did enough to uh to take care of business. They got the they got they got that huge losing streak though, and that's I think that's yeah. what's stuck in the committee's craw more than anything else. All right, Scott, let's get to it. We got a lot, we got a lot to talk about today. So uh, let's fire it up. Let's find out a little bit about what happened yesterday. Um, you know, the good news, the bad news, the winners, the whiners. The people that took it in the shorts, and the people that took it to the bank. Here is your hump day edition of Call the Cops. All right, Scott, let's get it fired up, and we're going to look in the uh, what was this? This was actually the play-in game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one that we had. Between a uh, and Corpus Christi, and Texas Southern. Of course, we ended up on the right side of that. But if you were playing a little first half total over 63, you're in pretty good shape. They had uh, 60 points with 245 left. All you need is three points. I think you know how this one ends because it's in the Call the Cops segment. They put up two points in the final 245. That first half landed 62. Holy crap, if you had over 63, Call the Cops.
1: And looking at, you know, it was a pretty quiet day in sports when we're going off the grid internationally. We're looking at a Serie B matchup. That's Italian minor league soccer. If you had Cosenza on the money line. Oh, who didn't? Five to one who didn't? Raise your hand. Against Lecce. Cosenza led 2-1, to one, entering stoppage time. And Lecce scored the game-tying goal in the 95th minute. Reminder: soccer is a three-way line. Draws are a loss if you have the money line, not a refund.
0: let you took the DNB money
1: line, Casenza money line at plus 500, rip it up.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully, maybe you had a plus 200 on the DNB.
1: Can't believe George Costanza uh, would screw me like that, you know? Castanza. Can't stand you. Can't stand you. Right. That's and, what their nickname is. Now. And
0: finally, a play that I know. A lot of people in the comments section had my video yesterday. It was a, oh dude, somebody had it yeah, on. A, play that somebody had it on a five teamer. Somebody had it on a a, a five. It was a five team teaser, paid like four eighteen, and it was the only one they missed. Fuck.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was it was my biggest play from yesterday. Uh,
0: how could you not? Were, not gonna lie. How could you not? Texas State, North Texas, under one eighteen and a half. We're sitting 57 55. That's 112 to you and me. Holy shit. There they go. Another under. Four seconds left. How about a foul? How about a foul on a three point shot? That one thing you can do. It's fine though. Do. The guy
1: shoots like 89% from the foul. Let's go make now. them
0: all. Let's make them, make them all. We go 58 57. Fucking North Texas wins. And it's, it's all good. Uh, no. That's not exactly what happens, Scott. They made two of this. This is the first one. Uh, what's that? He missed the first one. Missed week. the first one. That's right. And you're going, okay, well, fuck, just missed one of the last two. Nope. Nope. Everything you wanted to happen did not happen, as he made mm-hmm. two of them. And that's a tie ball game, 57-57. Uh, you're thinking your 118 and a half might be in trouble. <laughs> and it was. It landed 130. Congratulations, North Texas. You finally hit an over. It I'll the tell
1: you the worst part of that beat was that I'm looking at the ticker. I'm at the win Sportsbook. I was at I was watching some of the games. And the ticker's going by and it's telling me the score, you know, whatever. They have like 90, they have like 101 points with like two minutes left, like whatever. Right. right? Like 46 seconds left. Like I'm i I'm cruising. And I'm looking around for the game. Because, you know, you're in a sports book. They should have every game on TV. So I'm looking through. I don't see it. I have to pull up a stream on the, on my laptop, like an idiot. And the first thing I see when I pull it up is the foul on the three point shot. It's the first thing I say. Yeah. Not fun.
0: So it was your fault. It was your fault for turning on the game. All my fault. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. At least you recognize where the blind, the blame lies. All, All right. Well, there was some good news out there, Scott. Hopefully we were on some of the right sides of these. And, uh, yeah, you know who you are. You had a nice, easy time of it. Maybe you weren't in the sports sportsbook. Maybe you are just kicked back in your own lazy chair. One of those nice, easy nights for you because you were sitting in the rocking chair.
1: So the first one in hockey, if you had the Devils and the Canucks over, six goals. You had three goals in the first period, four goals in the second period. That means you don't have to watch the third. Game line did ninth.
0: Hey, speaking of Appalachian State not showing up, if you had South Carolina upstarts, (laughs) if you had South Carolina upstate, plus 10.5, a team with some really bad losses this season, by the way. Uh, But that game, not one of them. You didn't need any points, let alone 10.5. South Carolina State led by uh, 9 at halftime. They end up winning outright by 6. 6. Almost heaven. You're headed back home. See you later, Mountaineers. And uh, if you had the Upstate, uh, what are these guys? What are the South Carolina Upstate? What?
1: I don't even remember. I don't honest. even either. The
0: uh, well, they were winners last night. If you had them, on the money line, congratulations. But if you had them plus ten and a half, either way, nice easy rock and cheer win for you.
1: And going back to hockey, kind of the exact same story of the Devils game. If you had the Coyotes and the Canadians over six goals, five goals in the first period. Three goals in the second. Game will end at nine.
0: Take a nap. Take a nap. It's over. All right. Why are you still here? It's over. Go home. Go home. Go home. All right, buddy. Um, What have I missed? What do we get? um, Some comments? What are they asking about, Scott? Uh, Uh, I
1: see Ryan's asking me what my favorite sports book is to watch games at. Circa's really nice. Circa's really, really nice. I mean, it's also kind of cheating because they got two areas to watch the games. They have the actual indoor one with the chairs, right. and they have the pool. And the pool one is a kind of a next-level experience. Of course, do your research before you get there because you're in the sun, and you don't want to be that guy looking through a laptop while you're in the pool. Hmm. But you do what you got to do sometimes, you know? Yep. Circa's really nice, though. Win was very nice. Uh, there's a couple that are really good, but Circa, I do think, especially since it's the newest one, Circa kind of takes the cake for me.
0: Yeah, it it's very nice. Steen did not believe you when you said North Texas covered. I wrote them off. Well they didn't with,
1: cover, they just won the game.
0: I wrote them off with five minutes. Left. I got bonus money this morning. You know, they yeah, they won. They 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 when well, they won our bet for us, so uh Iona on the money line tonight. Scott.
1: I think Iona's gonna win the game. I like Iona on the money line. Uh at the end of the day, you gotta remember Florida had their own coach leave for Georgia. I don't consider Georgia being a basketball powerhouse compared to Florida, do you?
0: Not this year. No. No.
1: So two questions. One, was Mike White gonna be fired and he just pre preemptively left? Or B, is he just really down on Florida and decided I gotta get the hell out of here?
0: All right. It's a great question. So
1: I don't I want nothing to do with Florida. I think Iona's gonna win the game.
0: All right, Scott. Normally we'd wait a little while, but this is the perfect segue. Like, it's, it's like we paid. Chris, just to verify, you are not on our payroll for this perfect segue. Chris wanted to know, how about Kyrie Irving yesterday, Scott? He had 26.5 uh, as far as the point total goes. Hey, let's, uh, let's talk about that, shall we? We haven't done one of these in a while. Let's, uh, let's find out. Whoever could it be that uh, made us think that the odds makers might be a little bit drunk? Scott, take it away.
1: So, my Nets were taking on the Orlando Magic yesterday. It was a road game, which means that Kyrie could play. And the bad news for Orlando Kyrie could play. Uh, the point total for Kyrie, his player prop was set at 25 and a half. He had 41. Oh. Actually, let me check that. He had 41 in the first half, and he finished with 60. A, po- a player prop where he cashes halfway through the second quarter <laughs> and finishes with more than two times the number that you set for it yep. is a pretty bad number. Yeah. 60? 41 and a half? Come on, man. And just, 41 in the first half. Just to,
0: be, just to be clear, it's a pretty good number. This isn't... Yeah. This isn't one of those head scratchers where you go what the fuck were you thinking where it goes over by 40 points or something. I mean,
1: what are you supposed to set it at? Right. 60? That's the 59 thing. And 50 50 and half. 59 and a
0: half. So it's really it's kind of a gambling hero, but we haven't we haven't done oddsmakers makers or drunk in a while and so in when you go over like you said when you when you hit it in the second quarter it doesn't look good. Uh Preston Burke says the lizards aren't looking really sharp. I own it in the points for me. <laughs> I had to think of who's talking about there the the lizards, yeah, absolutely, everybody's on Iona, huh, okay, all right,
1: I'm not a fan of the Florida crocodiles,
0: no, no, not a bit, uh, Bronco devil checking in. it's a good number uh, do you yeah,
1: see- I mean, I don't know where you're supposed to set, Kyrie, because you also have Durant, you can go for fifty at any given game. It wasn't necessarily a bad number, it just looked like a horrible number midway through the second quarter,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, um. When is he going to be able to play in New York, Scott?
1: <sighs> the, see, the thing is, the fact that baseball season is starting, I think actually helps Kyrie. Because now you have unvaxxed players on the Mets and the Yankees that also can't play home games, which is even weirder because they're playing outdoors, so the whole thing's even weirder. Right. I think the fact that it's going to be impacting numerous teams in the area as opposed to just one might lead to even more public pressure. I think it helps Kyrie.
0: You? Yeah, I, I agree. And, uh, oh, James, that's wanted to be about uh, Florida Gulf Coast, FGS.
1: Imagine being the mayor of New York and Kyrie can't play and hypothetically Aaron Judge can't play. You're going to have riots at the door. Like I think there will definitely be a lot of public pressure if Judge and company or some other guys are not vaccinated and can't play at home.
0: Won't um, the vaccine mandate be done by the time the Yankees come to town?
1: Uh, not necessarily, no.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh... Besides,
1: it doesn't matter if it's over or not because you have the private sector versus the public sector stuff, which is what Kyrie's business is in. It's the same thing with the players. Right. So right now, the Yankees and Mets could be missing some players.
0: My prediction is if the numbers keep coming down, you'll be good by I think Kyrie's going to be able April. to play
1: home games by the playoffs but mm. we're going to see I do think though that it impacting several teams in the area definitely makes the mayor more likely to make a move
0: a lot of pressure man a lot of pressure um James S asking about Florida Gulf Coast Scott and uh, Bill McDonald getting asking about the Brian game uh, you want to take? A-
1: so I was fading Florida because they just got rid of their coach, or he left. Florida Gulf Coast fired their coach. So now they're in a unique spot where they fired their coach despite winning 21 games this season, which right. I find kind of odd. Right. But Detroit Mercy a team that I've really not been in on this entire season, and they were very good at home. They were pretty awful on the road. I mean, they're 5 and 14 on the road. Like, they're ridiculously bad. I'm taking Gulf Coast because. Detroit Mercy, I've mentioned it again. I'm going to say it one more time. Antoine Davis is the only player on the entire team that's worth a damn. So if Gulf Coast can keep him in check, I think they'll do fine. But those home road splits between Gulf Coast and Detroit Mercy, I have to take Gulf Coast. I mean, Detroit is so bad on the road.
0: Yep, agreed. Uh, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. Um, this Detroit team has stepped up a couple times, but every time they did, it was at home. Like you said, they've been dreadful on the road, uh, especially in conference. So yeah, I'm with you. Uh, total on the Bryant Wright state game, 154 and a half. That seemed a little tall to you.
1: Bryant's uh damn pace machine. I mean, that's the problem is that you're looking at a situation where the tournament games have typically gone, more low scoring right. early on because teams are nervous it's a big arena you're on national TV especially for the 16 seed games uh I think I'd lean under mm-hmm. I have to look I have to let the first five under I mean not first five sorry that, that my bag I got baseball in my mind the first half under uh because I mentioned it a couple of days ago for the NCAA tournament uh first half unders two and0 yesterday by the way So a nice profit there, right to the dome. First half under is where I'll go, because that's been very profitable for the last couple of years. The issue is going to be the scramble at the end, because it'll be very close. I think it'll be a very close game, and you might see a bunch of free throws. If you like the under, bet it now. If you like the over, try to jump in at halftime.
0: That's fair enough. That's a good tip. Um, Let's talk about this game um, that... uh a lot of people are talking about, and we've we've talked about it a little bit. Um, James, that's bringing up that both teams haven't played since March 3rd, but Florida's at home. Yeah, good point. Um, Michigan-Colorado State, Scott. Colorado State catching a point and a half. It's Mountain West in the tournament. Does that trend hold, this one?
1: I think it does. We saw the Mountain West lose again yesterday with Wyoming. Um, Colorado State's a team that has been pretty good all year long. I have been fooled by the Mountain West before, uh, never again. So I decided to kind of recognize the fact that the Mountain West isn't as good every year as I think it is in my head. I like Michigan. You have the Colorado State travel issues as well, which definitely didn't help matters. But I just think Michigan's a much better team in terms of talent. And even if Michigan doesn't belong there, which I agree, I don't think they should be in the tournament or if they should be, they should have been taking Indiana's place yesterday and they should have been in the playing game. But Michigan with Dickinson on the inside, I think, can match up with Roddy. And Michigan has several guys who average double digit points. Colorado State is two. And I just think Michigan has the more talent has more talent. They got more depth. They're a better rebounding team. I'm gonna go with Michigan there. I think they just have too much.
0: Yep. The thing about this Colorado State team is they don't score a lot of points, and unlike a couple other teams in that division, South in that conference, San Diego State, Boise State come to mind, of course, Air Force, uh, they don't play that good a defense. Decent defense, but not yeah. elite defense, and I think that's what it was going to take to stop Michigan. And I think Roddy matches up with Dickinson better than most, but I think Dickinson's still... Clearly, well, my point is that better. they
1: need Roddy to significantly outplay Dickinson because, of course, Colorado State has less scoring depth on the roster.
0: Yep, that was my point. Yep. Quick reminder: uh, answer Zach's question and plug and shameless plug here in the middle of our show. We are going to do our Midwest bracket breakdown right after this show, so don't forget to check that out. Of course, don't forget to check out all the other great shows that uh, that we got going on here. Basically, start at twelve o'clock Eastern Time, go all the way through basically game time. So has got you got you've got Allie, you've got Detroit Lenny, you've got uh, Chris of course, Chris and Jim. You got us. It's a full, it's a full day. It's a full day. So uh, I think uh, to go
1: back to that um, Dickinson versus Roddy matchup, it kind of reminds me of what we saw yesterday. Because even though Wyoming only scored fifty eight points, I get seventeen and nine. Like he was pretty good. Like we know that he was a very good big man in the Mountain West. And then you see Jackson Davis, a really good big man in the Big Ten. And you realize, like, wow, there's a huge disparity here. I think Roddy's a good player. I think Dickinson is going to be a matchup nightmare mm-hmm. for Colorado State for the entire game. I'm going to go with Michigan winning the overall battle in pretty much every area.
0: I'm with you. Um, I don't want to go too far down in the weeds in this one because it's a tomorrow game, but it is going to be an intriguing game. San Francisco and Murray State. Uh, you and I have been singing the praise of this Murray State team Really good defense and a very high-quality offense. Both of these teams shoot well from distance. Both of them play good defense on the perimeter. Both of them play good defense overall. Scott, who you got here? I
1: found this game to be the toughest game on the entire round of 64. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal because you would love to pick both these teams to win against a Power 5 school, but they got sentenced to kill each other. Which I absolutely hate. It's, this is ridiculous scheduling by the um, by the bracket people by the committee. I mean, to be honest, this is kind of bullshit. But I think I'm gonna go Murray.
0: Okay.
1: They beat they beat Memphis on the road, so they have a couple of nice performances that I've seen from them. Yep. The issue that I run into is judging how good the West Coast Conference is. Because they actually got three teams in for once, and I'm really proud of them.
0: Yep. What do I, you think? Yeah, I agree. Uh I keep coming back to the fact that San Francisco doesn't play well against good defensive teams. They're just uh one and seven against the number this year, teams that allowed less than sixty-four points. And over the last three years, four and thirteen. Uh I can't get behind the dons there. I gotta take the racers. Carrot in the house. What's up, Carrot? Good to see you as always. Uh talking about Wondering when Allie will be back, saying we're a little harder on the eyes than Allie. Agreed. Um, she may be back Friday. Maybe back Friday. So anyway. We'll see. It it depends on her Saint Patrick's Day and how that goes. You're gonna be hammered for Saint Patrick's Day too, right?
1: I was gonna say I might be I might end up drinking with Allie on Saint Patrick's Day. I'm not sure, but you I'm go. gonna end up drinking.
0: Allie is the best pickup for this channel, just my opinion. In the merger. Cool. Oh yeah. I, we had a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun on that show. Uh, Bronco said he likes you guys on Ali's show. And the Bill's hat guy. <laughs> That's our pal Chris King. Bronco, tell me you don't watch our NASCAR show without telling me you don't watch our NASCAR show. Because he's a uh, he's part of our crew on our left turn mania. That was, uh, it was so aptly named last week. Uh, Brandon Kubas drinks on me tomorrow. He's going to be down there. There you go. Last one, the Montana State versus Youngstown State. Here in Youngstown.
1: Uh. I like how you saved the best game for last. Um, <laughs> Youngstown. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, you got any thoughts on the Penguins? I mean, you thought there might be a dark horse in the Mac.
0: Yep. No. And the, ended up
1: losing to my Robert Morris squad. Not the loss of m- the next round, anyway. Not the Mac.
0: But, not the Mac. The Mac.
1: Not the Mac. Sorry, the Horizon the uh, mac of college basketball
0: the mac of college basketball the mac football of college basketball yeah pretty much as soon as i said you know this penguins team isn't terrible they just were fucking terrible they completely just no showed right Robert morgan, like but that. this is a morgan state team too that just does not cover at all um
1: how are they in this tournament i don't Robert? know they're 13 they're... and 14 how how did this happen
0: i i i have no idea i uh, i have no idea 13 to 14 they're 8 and 15 against the number 3 and 8 on the road i just you know, uh, Youngstown State, again, not great. You've got Youngstown State has lost three straight, failed to cover four straight. And Morgan State comes in a little bit on a heater, so to speak. They won f- five of their last six. But, you know, running through the MIAC and uh, even even running into a a, a bad mid-major or below-average mid-major team like Morgan or Youngstown State I think is still t- too much of a step up. Ah, it's a lot of points, though, buddy. You know what? I'm not sure Youngstown State's seven better than anybody. I'm going to hold my nose and take the team that doesn't cover to beat the seven points.
1: I'm going to go with Youngstown. Okay. Uh, you can make an argument either way, but at the end of the day, Morgan State's 13 and 14. In a bad conference as well. Like it's, it's not even close to being as decent as the Horizon League.
0: Yeah, I'm going to hate myself. I'm going to go with
1: Youngstown. I don't mind the over though. You've had three points towards the over. I mean, Morgan State doesn't guard anybody. They play a bit up tempo. I can see points, but I could really see Youngstown getting to eighty and change, and I just think that's enough to cover.
0: Okay, fair enough. Preston says I need to send you guys some straw hats. We've t- I've even looked at them. Here's the ones that I've got my eye on. They're about they're about thirty bucks, and I'm still uh, I, I still want to get them ordered. They're straw hats that say John Deere on them. I just don't know how you can beat that. Uh, Pretty good. Yeah, is she going to talk? Yes, she's going to talk. She's Garrett. Goddamn. Uh, still like BYU under one fifty-two.
1: I do. I, I just highly doubt Long Beach State's ability to score against BYU's defense because the pace is going to be there. I'll acknowledge that, but Long Beach State against any defense with an actual pulse has really struggled. I just think Long Beach State's not con- not going to contribute enough.
0: Yeah, BYU, they just play such good defense, and they play really good defense at home. I think we talked about that yesterday. I think they allow, like, less than 41% shooting from the field at home. I just – I don't know where they're They were is.
1: undefeated at home for a decent portion of the year. So, yeah, I, I think Long Beach struggles offensively.
0: Tony, I'm not even going to repeat that. Stop that. Um, yeah, I don't see uh, – I, I don't know where the points are going to come from the, from the fighting Snoop Dogs. I just don't. Uh, do, 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 do they... <laughs> Um, Scott, what else you got for tonight? Anything? Any? If I missed any? If I missed anybody in the comment section, I'm, I'm trying to.
1: Uh, not that I know of. I feel like we touched on everything.
0: Okay. All right. Very good. Bronco Devil been to the Indy 500 several times. I've been one time. That's a. It's. A, it was on my bucket list. And uh, what else am I I'd like? To, I'd like to go see the Kentucky Derby. I'd like to be there for that. Nice. Uh, uh this is Virginia locked tonight, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this team is ever a lock. Uh, let me see here. <sighs> Ole Miss, they oh. have the ignominy to be the only team that times. It's not, it's three not times. Ole Miss. It's Mississippi State. Or, oh, I'm sorry. Mississippi State. Sorry. 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 Uh, better than Ole Miss.
1: Who am I going to take, Cavaliers or Cowbells?
0: Is Virginia, it's a tough call, is, man. Is Virginia ever a lock against anybody?
1: They can't score for shit, but defensively, they're really good. I mean, I got burned on a low under yesterday, but I'm not taking the over in Virginia Mississippi State.
0: No, they still – I think
1: you'll see a damn – I think you'll see first team to 50 wins here. Like, it's going to be a classic Virginia game.
0: Slowest team in the country, and I think they take the second fewest shots of any team in the country. Yeah. You, you can't get behind this. This is a Mississippi State team. Uh not really getting it done, at least as far as betting fans go. They failed to cover six of their last seven. Fuck. I, I this Cavalier team has made a uh made a career out of disappointing me. But uh I can't quit you. I'll take the Cavaliers minus the points.
1: Sure. Um I'm gonna be inclined to agree, but I do like the under in that game.
0: Yep. I think you I think I think you have to. And this is if if you don't play this team twice a season or at least once a year like those teams do uh in the ACC that defense and that pace comes as a, a shock to the system so i would cer- certainly look at the first half under there as well um and again that's a that's a good trend in general but something to especially look at here uh Notre Dame and Rutgers. Scott the Irish and the, the Knights
1: Well, I mean, we talked about it on Natalie's show. Uh It's a coin flip game. I mean, there's really not much more to add. We mentioned how Brian should come down to the final possession. This game should really come down to the final possession because I have issues with both teams. Right. I mean, it's just a situation where Notre Dame's in a a BS conference because the ACC has been underwhelming, and Rutgers was pretty good in a good conference, but their home road splits are pretty jarring. Now, they did beat Wisconsin on the road. They won a couple of games here and there. Mm-hmm. I held my nose and picked Rutgers. Yep. But you can really go either way. This game, I'm not going to bet it at all. This game really just seems like an absolute grind. You'll be miserable betting either side for most of this game until the end.
0: It's pretty good. That's a pretty good prediction. Yeah, I do. I do. It's, it's pick them for a reason. Um, give me the Big Ten over the ACC. That's a fair, that's a fair assumption, Tony. It really is. That's... I think
1: it's a great game for a live bet. I think if you can yes. find a spot where one team is up seven, something like that, you can live bet the other side. You might be able to pick up plus three and a half, plus four and a half on both teams in this game. Yep, and aim for that middle. Yep. But I would definitely look for a live one.
0: There should be a great middle opportunity in this one. So, and uh, anybody else? Should be Nip-Tuck, yep. All right, bud. Um, I think that's basically it. It's like the calm before the storm, you know? We're getting ready to rock and roll. So tomorrow we'll be on the air. We'll be in the middle of games. People will be getting pissed off. Brackets will be broken probably already. Um, Ten-point teaser for Chris Lyons. BYU, Iona, Charlotte over. By the way, I just
1: have one question quickly. Yes.
0: Dayton's playing against Toledo. Mm-hmm.
1: Dayton was the first team out, correct? I believe so. How the hell were they on the road in the NIT?
0: <laughs> I don't. You
1: were the first team out. How are you playing a road game in the first round of the tournament? This doesn't make any sense. I don't know. If you're the first team out, you should automatically be a one seed. What am I missing?
0: Uh, you're missing, however, the NIT does their job.
1: I, I I'm. Is it does to go by wins? How, how do you seed these teams? But Dayton should be a one.
0: No, well, they're not, and it's in Toledo, so
1: they got somehow on the road and they're and
0: they're a dog and they're a dog so yeah maybe the odds makers don't agree with the nit doesn't agree with the committee and the odds makers don't agree with the committee you like Toledo there bud i don't because
1: toledo struggled the entire conference tournament now dayton you can argue will be upset they didn't make the tournament i think dayton shocked that they were the first team out if i'm being honest with you I, at no point when they were going through the what-ifs and what teams are on the bubble, I didn't even factor Dayton in. Like I didn't even think about it Right. because they lost to Richmond in the semis there, but I like this Dayton team. I think they're pretty good. Toledo's a team that I liked betting on in conference play. Out of conference play, not so much. I'm going to lean to Dayton because I think they should be a one seed in this tournament.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, I worry about that Toledo performance against Akron. That was a that was a team that plays pretty good defense, and I think Dayton next
1: Not in the Akron game. They almost lost to Central Michigan.
0: They did. They did. They were down early, right?
1: They were down the entire game. Like, Central Michigan had their shots no, They were down, the game. They were down,
0: I thought they were down big early. Like they, they
1: were down big early. They had to come They came back, back, but I'm saying Central Michigan was in it to the end, and Central Michigan sucks.
0: Yeah. I want to like Toledo there because of their offense, but I just don't know how much of that is fool's gold that you're putting up you yeah. know, 92. And Dayton can really guard people. You put up 92 versus Western Michigan and 92 versus Buffalo, you know, fuck, that, what does that tell you? Nothing. Not a yeah. damn thing. Uh, Dayton plays good defense. Ryan Page says apparently Embiid is now on the injury report and the spread keeps moving back and forth. Fuck, that's not good.
1: Yeah, I did a podcast this morning and my favorite play was Embiid over in points. So that went by the wayside because I don't think he's going to play.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it, we've talked about that before. It's very ominous when it just pops up on the game day afternoon. That's very said the miracle,
1: the magical times around two, three p.m. Eastern time.
0: Mm-hmm. Preston Berg says, "Good call. I am Irish, like everyone in March, but I am lucky in life. Very good. Unlucky in love. Ooh, that sucks. Just takes one. Just takes one. Like, 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 like you're at the bat. You could you could swing and miss. You can foul them off. You can take them high and inside. But uh, just takes one. Just takes one. You got to yep. get a hold of it." Uh auto fade the Lakers, which is Matthew Torvik. He's made it a hashtag
1: <laughs> see it is a, it is a pretty solid maneuver for the entire season, but it seems like the odds makers have really fully realized how awful this Lakers team is because I'll tell you what if the Timberwolves were playing the Lakers two weeks ago, they're probably laying four. yep, maybe three and a half. now it's eight and a half. Fading the Lakers is not going to be as easy as it was in the beginning of the season, so that total makes me laugh though. Okay. It's a really funny total.
0: All right, uh, somebody wants a golf pick for tomorrow, Scott. Uh, Matt's Matt Fitzpatrick, Matt Fitzpatrick, top five, and we uh, want a long shot. How about Victor Hovland plus eleven to win the tournament? What do you
1: got? Uh, uh, let me actually do brief. Uh line searching on stuff i don't know anything about give me a second perfect um which which tournament the uh Mm Mm-hmm. well
0: we we'll we'll do that we'll talk about this we'll talk about somebody you said
1: you said the valsper tournament you said Hovlin.
0: yeah said Hovlin. okay um i'll
1: look at morikawa uh big fan of his game i like sam burns burns i think is a very underrated player on the tour i think he's very solid and I'm going to look at Abraham. Answer. Answer is a guy who doesn't drive the ball that far, but he hits the fairway almost every single damn time on on the actual tee. I think you're getting a good price at Answer at around 35 to one.
0: Okay, Scott, you want to take 21 and a half against KU with Texas Southern? Boy, by the way, Mark, that's no shit. You just got to buy the right NFT. I've told you. I, I've told you my crypto story. My neighbor talked me into like opening the free crypto.com account. I got 25 bucks. Uh, I opened it. It was like, this is like 10 weeks ago. From the time I've opened it, it's lost half its value. My $25 is now worth like, I think it's up to 13. So I I rallied a little bit. That's, I feel the same way about NFTs. As soon as I get involved, it's fucking, it's over.
1: Well, I do have a brief NFT story. So I ended up having 14 bucks that I deposited into an NBA uh, NFT site. I look back on the account now.
0: Agreed. We're counting turned, money. The butcher's the best. Turn
1: turned $14 into $800. It's
0: unbelievable. It's That's good, it. It's a good return. 14
1: into, eight, into 800.
0: You're getting 50, 56 yeah. to 1 on your money. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. uh thought crypto was BS for a while, but very quickly learning into the entire future.
1: The truth is, a lot of people are gravitating towards it because of the growing inflation. Yep. I'm not going to turn this into a financial channel, but the inflation definitely makes people it's more scared about the actual consistency of the dollar value so people want to find alternatives.
0: What is NFT? Non-fungible what? Token. Token. There you go. That's what it is, buddy. It's, I don't know. I don't it's know.
1: A, if... It's a virtual bullshit thing that has some money value, apparently.
0: It's like buying a couch in The Sims. <laughs> yeah, pretty well. much. It doesn't exist, but there it is. All right. Well, yeah. We'll And we'll be doing our Crypto Bros show starting on Monday. If I, if I buy crypto, mm-hmm. do I have to become a crypto bro?
1: No, I'm in. I'm in a group chat. People keep telling me to invest in some stocks and whatever, and I don't pay attention to any of it.
0: You never, you don't ever invest in it.
1: Not really. I've never, I've never actually invested in the stock market. Okay, just haven't done it.
0: All right, very good. All right, buddy, let's get let's get to it. And uh, once again, thanks everybody for stopping by. Don't forget to check out our partner, MGM, doing their cool stuff as they always do. First bet, basically on the house, it is risk free up to a thousand dollars. You got to deposit. 10 bucks in your account, but you're good. So uh, whatever you want to bet that first time, if you lose it, they make it good. If you win it, you're off and running, my friend. So, uh, yeah, make sure you check that out. It's available only, of course, where the BetMGM app is available. Must be 21 to play. And, of course, I want to plug the contest one more time. Don't forget to check out the contest absolutely free. The link is in the description of the uh, Of the video, it's $2,000, $1,000 It's first prize, $2,000 in total prizes. I think we're paying five spots. Everybody that enters gets the free guide that has been put together by some of the fine writers over here at winnersandwiners.com, including Scott Rachel and uh, Chris King. So uh, make sure you guys check that out as well. And I think that's all I got to plug, except for our show that's going to be coming up here just right after we're done with this one. As soon as I can set everything up, we'll be doing our preview. We'll be doing our part in previewing the... um, March Madness, Midwest Bracket. Hello, KU. So, yeah, we'll have some fun with that. But until then, Scott, we've got uh, one more piece of business to take care of, and that is to uh, stand up, put your overalls on, adjust your straw hat, climb aboard your John Deere, take out your keys with the lucky green rabbit's foot, and fire that motherfucker up, because, kids, it's time once again to bet the farm. Thank you, Cash Cow. Scott, how'd we do yesterday?
1: So we had a first four game. We had Texas Southern minus three and a half against Corpus, and they cover.
0: Yeah. All right, there it is. We, uh, they kind of played with their food there a little bit early, but uh, yeah, we got her done. So yeah, we're happy. I assume we got cooked up something for today, Scott. It's Wednesday. Hmm. Anything special happen on Wednesdays in your life?
1: Uh, Yes, I do my random NBA player prop podcast. So, of course, I had one ready to go for this show. It's going to be in a matchup between the Sixers and the Cavs. We're going to look at Darius Garland, Cleveland Cavalier point guard. We like the over 8.5 assists at minus 115 on BetMGM. He's had at least 10 assists in five of the last six games. He actually played against Philly less than two weeks ago. In that game, he had a casual 19 assists. On top of that, since Cleveland has a bunch of injuries and Garland's their best player right now, he's averaged 38.9 minutes per game in the month of March. We've talked about how Embiid might not play, so this game should be close. I'm not worried about Cleveland getting blown out. But when you put up 19 assists against the team less than two weeks ago and your number's 8.5, I don't know what the hell you're thinking, but of course I'm going to take the over.
0: There you go. That's a player prop Wednesday for us, and that is our Bet the Farm play. Got a nice little mini run going here, Scott. Hope to keep that rocking and rolling. Somebody somebody posted earlier that we were, uh, I think, what did they say, 34-17 and 17 over our last 51 or whatever, 67%. I know yeah.
1: we've done really well. Yeah, so.
0: not too shabby at all. Well, hopefully we can keep that going. That is our bet the farm play. Darius Garland over eight and a half assists. That's the farm. That's the show. You guys, as always, thanks very much for stopping by. We wish you an extra smatter and a good luck there, my boys, as it is going to be Saint Patrick's Day tomorrow. So if you go out there and if you drink, lad, please, please keep it. You know how dangerous that is,
1: by the way? The first day of the actual round of sixty four is St. Patrick's Day.
0: Dangerous, buddy. Dangerous.
1: In Vegas? Oh god.
0: Take care of yourself.
1: I got to bring like a bulletproof jacket or something like I got I got to be prepared for anything.
0: Yeehaw. You stopped by the dispensary yet, buddy? Uh, I've not. Okay,
1: I've not. I'm not a big smoker. I've been to the dispensary in the past here, but I'm not going this trip.
0: Okay, fair enough. Clear head, clear head, save room for that alcohol. Good call. All right. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy beginning of the tournament. Let's dance. Everybody get ready. Let's have some fun. And we'll see you here in just a few minutes. And we'll see you again tomorrow on our show, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Scott and I, once again, will do our very best uh, with a wee bit of the shillelagh for tomorrow. Okay, that's enough. (laughs) I'll help you guys to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you then.